This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. The well, Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights, save 20%, and earn 1,000 Wyndham reward bonus points. Book now at daysinn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Well, that music should give you a clue as to who our next guest is. He's a familiar name in and around Washington, and we believe should be a familiar name in and around Canton, Ohio, too. Talking about former Redskins running back Larry Brown, who over a four-year period was the best running back anywhere, winning in... NFL rushing title, named an NFL MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and NFL Offensive Player of the Year. He's in the Redskins Ring of Honor, was named one of the 70 greatest Redskins of all time, but he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not yet he's not, and he's here to discuss that and other topics with us. Hey, Larry, thanks so much for joining us. Not a problem. I mentioned that you're not in the hall. We think you're worthy, and our Rick Gosselin wrote a piece on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, earlier this year. Saying as much, um, do you spend much time thinking about it, and does it bother you that you're not in Canton? It bothers me a little bit now because when I retired, I was told that I didn't play long enough. And I said, but, you know, I used to think that all I had to do was make a significant contribution to the game. In, in retrospect, I think I did that. But with Terrell Davis, being uh, inducted this year, hopefully uh, things will change because we have a very similar um, stat and we are both, of our, both of our careers were cut short because of injury. How much do you think longevity should count when we're talking about Hall of Fame careers? Because as you know, you, know, you always worry as a voter, as Clark and I are, that wherever that line is, you know, you're always afraid if you drift too far over it. You know, someone's going to be arguing for a guy who had one great season or two great seasons. Do you think it should be a factor? Uh, I, don't th- I don't think so, but, you know, I could be biased, but, but I think it should be based on your contribution to the game. If you made a significant contribution to the game, then you should be considered. You mentioned Terrell Davis in, in the shortened career uh, and how you think that should help, might help your case. Do you hold out sort of much hope for that, or, or are you fearful at all that, uh, you know, as time passes, uh, you know, this great players, you know, I always think of Jerry Kramer as the poster boy for a guy in your situation, a guy who was on the 50th anniversary team and is the only member of that team who's not in the Hall of Fame, which makes me scratch. We can argue about him, but it just makes me scratch my head. So do you think, are you fearful at all that too much time has passed? Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, it hasn't, but, you know, I realize also that the fact that the Internet has forced a lot of people to, a lot of sports writers to change jobs or retire. And I would imagine at some point in time, if not now, you're going to have a lot of members of the committee, voting committee or senior committee, who have never seen me play. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Very true. And, and that's why we're here, honestly, Larry, is because we did see you play. We know what you did for the game, and we know the contributions you made. And, and speaking of which, we're speaking with former Washington Redskins running back Larry Brown here on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com, on Twitter at Talk of Fame Net. And we were talking to, to Larry about what an extraordinary runner he was and how difficult it was for people to tackle him. 
And Larry, you said, you know why I ran that way? I ran because I was scared, right? Yes. What were you scared of? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I think I was first, the first, I was afraid of Vince Lombardi. <laughs> he was a driving force because he was the coach of my rookie year. And he, he told me one time, he said, if you make the decision not to stay with the hole or the, the block or stay with the block, then you better not come up short in terms of yardage. And I remembered that. I said, okay, this doesn't look good on this particular play. This path doesn't look good. So I have to make a decision very quickly to take another path, and I got to make sure I gain yardage. Otherwise, I had to face Vince Lombardi, and facing him was very, very difficult, especially for me. (laughs) Well, Larry, I I know you spent only one year with him because Vince passed after that one year, but in that one year, could you tell what made this guy special, what made him a great coach or motivator? Well, I think one of the things that he would, he would, would chew you out and just when you're, you're really down because he beat up on you in front of your, your peers, and he would come over and say something to you like he told me once, he said, Larry, you can call me anything you want to, but just don't let me hear you. <laughs> so things like that, and things like that, you say, well, this guy's a nice guy. You know, he's okay. <laughs> of all the people who chased you and tackled you and put you on the ground, uh, and I'll reveal my bias is Dick Butkus. I was, I was the greatest defensive player I ever saw. But who was the guy who, who gave you the most trouble or the guy you kept you up at night the night before a game thinking about? Willie Lanier. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I told, I was in, the, after maybe a, a half at halftime we played we played Kansas City and at halftime I went in the locker room went in the locker room I told the offensive line I said you make up your mind whether you're going to block Willie Willie Lanier or if you can't block him I'll block him myself and you run the ball <laughs> so what happened did they block it <laughs> I don't think they were in any I don't think um, they were a little bit more competitive the second half, but Willie was a very predominant uh, middle linebacker. I mean, he when he hit you, you really felt it. <laughs> well, let me, Larry. When I was asking you or talking about you earlier and, and introducing you, let me ask you this. I mean, of all the accomplishments that I mentioned, and there were a litany of them. And, and I didn't mention uh, that you once ran for I think 192 yards against the Giants, or that you scored four times against the Eagles, but of all of those accomplishments, which gives you the greatest satisfaction? Well, I guess uh, gaining 191 yards or 192 yards against the uh, New York Giants, that was that was uh, my uh, greatest, uh, that was my best game by, by, long, by, by a lot. I remember that game only because, I remember the game because I did gain that, 92, 192 yards, but also when I scored one of the touchdowns, somebody threw a can of beer on me, <laughs> and I was terribly upset, but I was upset because it wasn't my brand. <laughs> <laughs> what brand was it? What was your brand? <laughs> I don't really remember now, but uh, I, I'm sh- it wasn't my brand. That's my <laughs> You know why you're so successful in that game? Because the offensive line didn't have to look for Willie Lanier. <laughs> for sure. That's right. That's, you're absolutely right. 
Larry, did you, you know, obviously, as we talked earlier, you know, you had your career cut short early after all these tremendous compliments as Offensive Player of the Year and NFL MVP and so forth. How difficult was it for you in the early years after your career was over to, to just sort of accept that, that you'd gotten a bad break and, and that you weren't going to be able to achieve all the things that it certainly looked like you were going to achieve? Well, I going into the game, uh, I knew that the career span for a running back was pretty short, okay? So I made up my mind that I'll go out here and do the best I could on every every play. And when when the, when that day comes that it was all over, I can look back and say I made a contribution, a significant contribution to the game. And that's exactly what I did. When when that time came, when I saw that light at the end of the tunnel, I moved uh, very quickly towards that light and and uh, embraced uh, a second career. Larry, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. It's called a commercial. It's flashing on and off, so that means we got to run. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with that Hall of Fame candidacy. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Larry. You got it. That was former Washington running back Larry Brown. Up next, it's Borges or Bogus. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to Grasshopper.com. This is Drew Pearson, the original 88 with the Dallas Cowboys, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. 